Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ah, yes, it is. Ah, yes, it is the summer oh, edition. Oh, hang on, hang James. on. Hang on a minute. What happened there? Oh, that was you. It, well, <laughs> yes, it was. That was a you problem. It was. Oh, there's another. Hang on, write the list. It's getting long. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, Jay? Hey, wow, what a story yesterday. You kept us, you know, on tenter hooks. Yeah. Oh, where, were you, you. where was she I going was willing, at 8.30? I was where willing was she to going? tell anyone else. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. You kept me on tenter yeah, hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there, like, Berkey, I thought a little scratchy last night. Oh, yeah. Was he I'll okay? Pass it on. Um, just probably warming up from his <laughs> summer of Burke. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have the winter of Burke and the spring of Burke uh, and the autumn of no, Burke? No, he sticks around now. Does till, he? Uh, yeah, he might be away for the Rugby rugby World Cup, I imagine. Right. But, um, yeah, he uh, he might play <laughs> the way the Wallabies are going. <laughs> Eddie Jones going, now, who was that guy who had a fullback? <laughs> yeah, he was, you know, he won us a Bledders like Woodsy. <laughs> so, yes, that's where you went yesterday. You went down south. Yes, I went south. Okay. Nice. How was that? I love Wollongong. Uh, but yeah, the story was good. <laughs> Sorry, I was oh just, just got lost. <laughs> Actually, no, I thought the piece of camera you gazing out to see, I thought, yeah, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, thanks for your feedback. I'll, I'll take that on board. I did um, wonder why you were standing still. I wanted to walk. You know the piece of camera? We walk. Yeah. I couldn't ruin the ground. It looks really nice at the it moment. It did look, you know, there was just a little mower got in camera shot. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I, I bet that. everyone in the edit going, can we get that mower out? Yeah, going, oh, come on, button off sooner. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, but it was an important story for the for the women's game. Um, and, yeah, Keely Davis uh, explained very well about what they want. I think everyone's really a bit confused. There are a couple of replies on Twitter about, uh, well, if they want to be contracted all year round, then why aren't they, they're not playing all year round like the men. And to say, like on that, I would say, well, the men are playing, it's just the same as the men are playing 26 rounds, right? But they're athletes all year round. Yes. So the women are now going to be expected to take up three months of their life with the season because of the expanded season. Yes. Um, And they just want that protection all year round because the scenario at the moment is completely ridiculous where you've got... Women not playing in the New South Wales-based competition. So that's the uh, Harvey Norman New South Wales women's competition. Which is a, a, a sort of a grounding, uh, I won't call it a development league, but it's where you hone your skills getting ready for the NRLW. Yeah, and it's also where like they sort of do, I guess, a pre- mock sort of pre-season yes. before their season. But it's also where they are chosen. They have to play three games in that to be eligible for state of origin. Now, right, state, yes. state of origin looks like being before the NRLW season this year. As it was last year? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, they did have a NRLW season before Pre, it last yeah, year. Yeah, sure. Okay. But this will be the, this is their only opportunity to play before state of origin, right? Mm. Now, the women are opting, a lot of women are opting not to play for fear of jeopardizing that NRLW contract. So, does that mean they're ineligible unless, for state of origin unless they unless they play three games? Yes, they would be ineligible. Okay. Now they could just play those three games and that's it. But then the same people are going to whinge and go, "Well, the quality's no good." Well, because they wouldn't have played for a mm. year. 
It's not straightforward. Uh, she did a very good job, Kelly Davis, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she's bringing fantastic. some clarity to she's it. She's like 22 years old and she explained it so well. <laughs> she's a gun little player too, yeah. of course, part of the Kang- uh, Jillaroo squad that uh, won the World Cup uh, and of uh, a key player for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So Jamie Saudi is going to be on the program a little bit later on to expand on uh, what we heard from him and from Keely yesterday. In, yeah. So basically we're Dragons just a, 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 a follow-up. Uh, show for Channel 10 uh, is what we're doing here today. Yeah, well, you needed content, Jimmy, and you weren't <laughs> sorting anything, so... Uh... Yeah, I reached out to Brock Purdy from the San Francisco 49ers, still waiting to <laughs> hear back, back from Brock. No, still so waiting to weird. hear back. Yeah. Anyway, Dak Prescott has said, oh, come on, but I said, mm, sorry, Dak, you lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> speak to you later. No, I didn't say that. Lee Hatchman, tell us, the principal of Brighton's lawyers, he's the chair of the West Tigers, he'll be on. And SEN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips, BP, tough night at the office for... The Demon last night. I don't think the Demon nickname scares Novak Djokovic too much on that one. If you're listening in Sydney, you're doing fire 1170 AM, 8.01 AM on the Central Coast, 15.75 AM, the Illawarra, 90.3 FM in Griffith and 13.23 AM in Canberra. Of course, up there in Queensland, you're listening via SENQ, 693 AM, Brizzy, SEN, 16.20 AM on the Goldian, SEN Track, network throughout regional Queensland. Don't worry, it's only for an hour. Then Patton Heels are, are coming on 6 o'clock local time. If you want to catch up with anything from yesterday, indeed today, that, that you might miss, uh, go to your favourite podcast platform, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy is what you should be searching for that. So let's get into it. Uh, an Australian Open update thanks to Bing Lee, J.A. Don't know how much you saw of this. I was sort of started at the cricket, went went to the tennis sort of stayed at the tennis and a little bit back to the cricket. But I I reckon Monday nights, not so compelling. Sixers v. the Hurricanes. I reckon we'll find out today that uh, Djokovic versus Dimonor was a massive winner for Channel 9 in the ratings last night. Not such a good night at the office for Alex Dimonor. How did you see it? Well, it'll be interesting because, like you said, you switched. I think a lot of people would actually stayed on the tennis, uh, mainly because I was at the club (laughs) and that's what they had on. Hang on. What club? Um, Eastwood Ride Leagues. Okay. Ride Eastwood Leagues. What were you doing? Playing the pokies? Playing the pokies and having a counter meal. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> yeah, no, I just couldn't, couldn't be bothered cooking last night. Uh, anyway. Last night. Um, <laughs> and I just, I wanted to go to bed and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the club. Anyway, so they had the tennis on. So that was mainly why I was uh, watching the tennis. But I think a lot of people would have um, gone from the tennis and ended up switching over to the Big Bash. So the ratings will be interesting. I reckon the other – as soon as Steve Smith got out, I'm like, okay. Really? Yeah. But there was no hope for Demon or pretty early. Well, there's no hope for the Hurricanes, really. Yeah, but you can have an interesting individual performance in there. You know what I really enjoyed watching? The dominance of Novak Djokovic. Uh, And to hear him say – well. See, I don't get all caught up in this. I I'm, want, I'm, I want the Aussie to win. I want, oh, I, I do. I, I, no, I'm not into that. I want the best player to win. You know what? I don't get caught up with it with any other Aussie except Demon or actually. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I just not no offense to any of the Aussie Aussies, but I just want to see him do well. I know he's not really a number four in the world. He's he's seated number four, but Novak Djokovic, of course, is one of the all-time greats. But if that's the gap between four and twenty-two, wow. Yeah. Like he he was like he. He's talked about it afterwards, Alex Demon, or about going deeper into tournaments, mm. uh, Grand Slam tournaments. I want to get to semifinals. I want to, you know, I want to go deep. And I'm like, you're a mile away. Yeah, and the um, the ra- the rankings at the moment they're a bit all over the shop because also um, 
uh, Novak Djokovic is also being hampered by the fact that he couldn't play last year. Correct. Which, so it works, the points work on a yearly cycle. Yep. So he'll jump up to number one in no time. You would think, based on his play last yeah. night. I want to ask Brett Phillips about that. You know, backhand, forehand, the return of serve. And this week goes to Alex Demonel. He just doesn't have weapons. Like it's a, almost, no. it's, it's, it, it's almost like the classic, when you look at Kyrgios and Demonor, it's like Philippusis Hewitt. Now, Hewitt was a better player than Demonor, but Hewitt didn't really have anything other than his ferocious competitiveness. Yeah. Philippusis had all these guns and, re- you know, occasionally fired them. It's a little bit like that with Kyrgios and Demonor. Like, Demonor's overachieving getting to 22 in the world, in my opinion. Oh, and, like, oh, see, I don't, I don't think he's overachieving, but he definitely um, enhances his ability by his effort. Yes. Like, he... If you look at, say, him and Nick Kyrgios, of course Nick Kyrgios is more talented. If you put them together, they would be the perfect tennis player. This is just deja vu all over again 20 years ago. It was if you could put Leighton Hewitt's competitive spirit into Mark Philippoussis, you got a number one in the world for five years. I was watching Philippoussis playing with Baghdadis in the oh, yeah? in the Legends doubles the other day. How'd they go? Oh, he's still pretty fit. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he made US Open final. Maybe two of them, Philippoussis. He was. Yeah. He was. He had some guns. I'm not that young. I do remember that. <laughs> but was TV at Burua? <laughs> no, nah, not yet. Nah, we we heard, had to travel it, to Canberra. You heard it on the wireless, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. Two LF. <laughs> I heard it by carrier pigeon. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Tommy Paul has booked a showdown with Ben Shelton. So these are all these Americans that are coming through that sort of no one really knows about. Andre Rublev had a tough one against Danish teenager. Holgeroon took him five sets, seven six in the fifth on that one. Magda Lynette, this is a good yarn too. Thirty years of age, she's coming through. I love the quote, yeah, but I, I know she was up against uh, Carolina Garcia, the fourth seed, seven six six four straight sets, and she said, yeah, I know, I probably shouldn't be, but I walked out, I was just so confident. I'm awesome. like, wow, that's a good mindset. Yeah, good mindset. I want to ask BP about uh, Ariana Sabalenka too. So she's always been this massive talent and it's always been her her mind that has let her down um, but there seems to be a change we'll ask BP about that it's always been uh, Ariana holding herself back didn't you find that there was also a change in my mindset um for we'll, we'll have to see when she comes back from Naomi Osaka when she announced her pregnancy too she sounded really excited to come back to tennis no, I didn't pick. I didn't notice that. Oh, really? No, I didn't see it. I didn't. Oh, I, not you didn't that I didn't see notice. It. I didn't see it. Oh, no. I just thought she didn't her... come up on my feed. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> In her announcement on uh, to announce her pregnancy, she kept talking about she was actually really excited to come back to tennis afterwards and blah blah blah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting because like she hasn't seemed to have enjoyed it the past few years. So it's been be horrible what... for her. Yeah, it has. And it'll be interesting to see what that kind of shift in mindset will do. And it's been really difficult to watch, hasn't it? Some yeah. of those press conferences where you yeah. go, you know what, I understand your your point of view, journalist, but I also look at that athlete and I think she just wants to be anywhere other than here. Yeah. Other than where she is. So quarterfinals tonight, Nick Kyrgios, knee surgery. So I don't know. In, did you see the photo we put up on Instagram? No. Just flipping the bird at someone. Oh, cool. So he comes up in my feed. No, uh, Australian update. Uh, Australian Open update thanks to Bing Lee. BBL update. That's thanks to Izuzu. Live your own way in the Izuzu D-Max. Who knew that a knee-high fully was the way to get Steve Smith out <laughs> in, in the BBL, right? That was an onslaught last night. Yeah. He's, he's hitting the ball 
magnificently. Yeah, I know. It's really funny to see some of the naysayers say, oh, yeah, but he's playing in the Big Bash. So is everyone else. <laughs> That's right. Like, That's right. They're not doing that. What more can you do? What more can you do? You can't slog them onto the roof, yeah. you know, in any other grade of cricket that you're playing in other than the grade of cricket yeah. you're playing in. Yeah. So that's what he did again last night, 66 off 33. Couldn't quite get it done, uh, the Hurricanes. So they're now got a one game to go. They're, they're, that's tight for them for the finals. But there was a bit of talk around on Saturday night, and <laughs> based on what we saw last night, there's a little bit more merit associated with it. Why don't they make it a five-game series, Perth v. the Sixers, and be done with it? Because there's no one else going to go in this competition. Um, no, anyway, you know, you never know with a, with a big bash game, it can all just look at that thunder game. I mean, thunder haven't made it, but you know, look at that thunder game when they were all out for the, what, like 15, 15, yeah. 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 I mean, anything can happen. I'll grant you that. Okay. T20, you know, one, one player goes off, but that is the sixes chance. Only chance of winning this tournament is that Steve Smith goes off at Perth on Saturday night and then they get a home final. That's their only hope. I disagree. Well, I disagree with your disagreement. Okay, well, good. Okay. I disagree with your disagreement of my disagreement. <laughs> so so I, I, never is there a bigger wicket in T20 cricket now than that Scorchers side up against Steve Smith on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Because so if, if, they, if they lose that game and then he takes off for the India tour and then just say the Sixers get through again and they have to go back there without Steve Smith. You have to remember they were going well before Steve Smith. Yeah. I, I think, you like, I'm not taking away from anything from Steve Smith. I think he's been incredible. But they were on top of the ladder bef- oh, or coming second before Steve Smith. I understand. this. I think this scorcher side. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I just say that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Come on, move. I'm, I'm just moving forward. I, I, I'm like, do you know, James? Because it feels like you don't. <laughs> Renegade Strikers tonight at Marvel Stadium. So they're they're all in the mix for these finals. You never know where they're going to finish. So it's actually a tight finish from that point of view with all those different games. Oh, and I was saying to you, I can't remember. Um, I like oh, the f- Joe and I are interchangeable to you. No, so was no. it Joe? <laughs> Could be Carrianas. No, 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 it was someone yesterday. It was about. I like this final series. I like the BBL final series. Okay, it's different, right? Mm. It, when they first came up with it, it's like, what's poor old. Finish third. What are they doing first? Go, you know, they're just standing around going, "Oh, anyone want to dance with me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a bit like that, but I like it. Yeah, and I don't the, mind and it. the names they've got for it: the challenger, the, the elimination, challenger. yeah, I like that, the qualifier, and all that sort of stuff. It, it buys into the entertainment of the big bash, doesn't it? Correctly, you know, the bat flip and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So away we go. That's all thanks to Izuzu. Live your own way. The powerful Izuzu D Max. Visit your local Izuzu Ute dealer today. Let us know zero four five seven seven three six seven three six or. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We will take talk back today. I know JA wouldn't take it yesterday, but oh, we will. What? We will take it today. Um, do you find it compelling? Like depending on what you're watching, based on closeness of event, dominance of a superstar player. Like you had two superstar players going head to head last night. It wasn't Alex Dimonor and Novak Djokovic. It was Steve Smith and Novak Djokovic. Yeah. That's uh, what was going head to head. Yeah, I mean, I would if I had my uh, choice at the Ride Eastwood leagues, I would have switched the, <laughs> the tennis over to the Big Bash once I sort of could knew, knew that it, he wasn't coming back. Haven't you got that pull at Ride Eastwood? Don't you say, "Hey, uh, can you change the telly for me? Ch- I've finished my schnitty." I actually asked them to. Well, I asked them to put it on because it wasn't on initially. Oh, Ride Eastwood. No, they're just uh, busy making my schnitty. Don't be going. <laughs> 
making you schnitty. How many people were there? How many patrons? Oh, it's always packed. Is it? Oh, it's always packed, that, okay. that restaurant. On a Monday night? Always. There I, you go. I actually pulled up going, where am I going to park? Wow. Yeah. Did you catch a nap before you went in? No, I didn't take a nap. <laughs> didn't take a car nap. <laughs> what well, J.A., for those people playing along at home, J.A. sent a, a snap through yesterday of a, a story. I think it was coming out of South Australia, wasn't it? Where a yes. South Australian man had fallen asleep in, in the, the drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, that I was so J.A. I think he'd had a few. Oh, I think he blew four times yeah. the legal limit or something. See, I yeah. don't do that. I just do it so much. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is a really serious one, um, and we spoke about it briefly yesterday, and we're going to get the thoughts of Meg Lanning, uh, but Ben Hort, uh, Horn reporting in the Telegraph today, Cricket Australia. This is a conundrum next year over the scheduling of the Test match. It's against the West Indies. It could be on Australia Day. It's very similar to what Ash Gardner was talking about, I think, or put on social media two days ago. Here's her skipper, Meg Lanning, yesterday prior to the match being played on Australia Day. We're fully supportive of Ash and, and her stance and her feelings and, and views around it. It's something that we can't control in terms of, of the scheduling and, and playing on that day, but we would like to do is just acknowledge the, the sadness and grief that that day does bring for um, First Nations people. And and secondly, we're going to try and use, use the opportunity that we have to educate ourselves, um, try and create a better understanding of of what it means and, and, and their culture. It's a really united front within the group. Um, as I said, we really support Ash and, and her feelings around the day and uh, we'll go out there and, and play, but but on the flip side, just be trying to educate ourselves as best we can and really acknowledge the day. That's right on message from Meg Lanning too. I don't think... Oh, you... She just performed fantastic then. Yes. I don't think she could have said it any better. She couldn't have. I love the way she said, yep, we're fully supportive. So that's the team ethos yep. associated with that. Um, she doesn't pretend to know it all, um, which goes back to your point yesterday and saying, oh, I'm not really well positioned to comment on this. Yeah. And, and and we're not. And neither's Meg. But she said, guess what? We're going to educate ourselves about yeah. that. So here's the challenge, J.A. Mm. You, are, you are now the CEO of Cricket Australia. Well done. Are you scheduling a West Indies versus Australia test match on Australia Day next year? Ah, uh, geez, you know, it's a really hard one because – it's not like they've deliberately scheduled this um, to maximise on Australia Day. It's actually the like those late test matches are actually because of the One Day World Cup that yep. you've got earlier that you've got this year. Yes. Um, and there, oh sorry, next year, and then you've got the uh, oh sorry this, this year, year, yeah, and, end of the end yeah, of the year. I'm yeah. confusing what year we're in. We're in 23 now. Oh. I keep thinking I'm in 23. How long were you at the Leagues Club last oh, I know. night? Um, <laughs> Not long enough to fall asleep at a drive-thru, so right, that's good. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that that is why you've got those two late tests in um, January, which you normally wouldn't have. And then it goes into the ODIs in February. Mm. So it is possible for them to move the, the to earlier in January. It would just then be a big gap between then the ODIs in February. So in terms of – then that, they haven't done this um, to maximise on Australia Day. It's just the way the schedule has fallen. Um I don't know if a way to look at it is maybe like if we're if some companies, including Channel Ten, are giving employees the option of treating it like a normal day. Yes. So it's um, just you go go to work um, uh, on Australia Day. They send out an email, um, and I know a couple of um, other companies like Woolworths have followed after that. Yep. So I guess if you've maybe a way to look at it is if you're doing it like a normal day, then it then that's when the test falls, and then so it's kind of like a normal work. Day. Um, but I think really 
again, we're not really qualified, you and I too. I think there would be have to be cons- consultation with um, players like Ash Gardner and the understanding of um, how how could we do this? Would it be best to leave it there and make a big acknowledgement of the pain of the day? Would that be impactful? So, um, so, so what you're suggesting there, and, and this is something that's uh, from the NBL as well, which didn't happen in the NRL with Pride Round and the Jersey fiasco at the Manly Seagulls is ask. Ask, ask. Go and yeah. ask. And ask the relevant people, which are, which are Ash Gardner, um, because I, I don't think that um, it is a decision for us. We don't understand that pain. As much as we try to be sympathetic to it, we don't understand it. And ask the West Indies players. Yeah. Ask the West Indies team management and ask ask the yeah. West Indies cricket board. The cricket they did they have not um, scheduled a big bash game um, this year on the Australia Day, so I am um, that I imagine was very deliberate. But there is a women's international. Yeah, which is yeah that's poor, but um, yeah I guess it would have to be with consultation what the best thing is to do around that. Get your thoughts on that, 0457-736-736. The open line number, 1300-01-1170. A break and back with more. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.